0: views expressed in this program are those of the participants. Judge, lest ye be judged. I'm Daniel Metz.
1: I'm Robert Follins. And
0: this is The Daniel Metz Show. Quote, to be left alone is the most precious thing one can ask of the modern world, stated Anthony Burgess. Or as Greta Garbo put it, I never said I want to be alone, I only said I want to be let alone. There is all the difference. Ain't that the truth? We've always lived in the age of the busybody, but never did fodder for those nosy neer wells have been more readily available. Social media has made immediate judgment easy for every sin, and past transgressions to the current zeitgeist live on forever. Politics and culture have turned the condemnation of those who cross these made-up lines of purity into the highest virtue. So everyone has to be in everyone else's business, because how else can you rack up those oh-so-precious virtue points, and how else can you distract from your own failings? Ayn Rand once said, Civilization is the process of setting man free from men. We seem to be moving in the opposite direction now. Civilization is disintegrating into tribal interests where the necessity of social interaction is to compare yourself to everyone else in order to establish your identity in the societal hierarchy. Robert, whatever happened to the simple notion of live and let live?
1: I think it's dying, isn't it? One step forward, two steps back, it seems. Uh, The busybodiness. I I once went uh, went through the local town around Christmas and there was a sign on the lawn that said, Keep Christ in Christmas. Mm. And you've seen those signs before, but what went through my head this time was, Who's stopping you? (laughs) Who's stopping you? You know why do you have to try to have other people conform to your notions, right? That's the busy busybodiness, and that's only a mild example, of course. The big, biggest biggest busybodiness is um, come election time, isn't it? No, oh, God, yes. Come election time, we we elect busybodies, people who promise. Busybodies
0: with guns—that's the worst part. Yeah, G is for
1: government, G is for gun. These busybodies, of course, are professional busybodies, these politicians. They promise to be busybodies, don't they? Oh, we yes. will prevent people from smoking. We will tax you for eating fast food. We will you limit the size of your ounce. Diet Coke.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's just about to say, no 16-ounce soft drinks for you, because we know yeah. better.
1: That's the busybodiness, but, you know, I think it stems from a, um, an innate sense in the human being because uh, just because it takes a long time for a human child to become an adult, we're inbred with these parenting skills to tell children what to do for many years, 10, 12, 18 years, sometimes more. (laughs) And I think that we can't, we can't find that defining line to say, okay, stop telling this person what to do because they're no longer a child, Mm. right? They're now an adult. You have no right or authority or business telling an adult what to do. Put aside your parenting skills or those innate maternal or paternal instincts to uh, have others do your bidding and, um, and just let people alone live and let live. There's another evolutionary thing as well, and that is human beings are gregarious they they need society we need other people that doesn't mean that we should be socialists it means we should cooperate voluntarily you know with each other mm-hmm. but there's this there's this interaction and we're always trying to find the uh, the defining line between your behavior and the behavior of others aren't we that's where laws come in and sometimes the laws, project onto you like cigarette taxes or telling you not to sell liquor that you made in your bathtub and uh, you know, things like that so there's that societal thing there's that parental thing and I think finally uh, there's the uh, the fact that human beings manipulate their environments don't they that's almost the defining characters mm-hmm. of human beings like we're not born with the stuff we need to survive and and pr- and prosper we have to manipulate our environment starting with your parents Hmm? yes starting with your parents (laughs) exactly that's absolutely true we move things about we change things we put stuff in our mouth we explore we we we, cry uh, we we smile uh, we build dams to generate electricity i mean everything we do is basically in conforming our environment to what we want. And, and when we cross the line is when we try to conform other people to do what we want. And, and I think
0: a large part of that wanting to change other people comes from a sense of insecurity. Um, for example, the pronoun game that we're playing these days where everybody has to announce their pronouns or respect everybody's pronouns. It's There is a lack of core self that seems to feed off of other people and need to control them. It's like um, a manipulative wife or abusive husband where you need to control somebody else in order to validate yourself. And I think that is a lot of the conflict we're seeing now with the so-called snowflake millennial generation where they've been so protected that they've they, they, I don't think they really have a strong sense of self independent of other people's perception of them or what they perceive as other people's perception of them.
1: Yeah, I can see that in that particular instance just uh, there's, there's definitely an insecurity to it
0: well transgenderism you have to identify me as a woman even though I'm a man you know like it, does, it their their identity doesn't come from within it comes from without and therefore they have to control the without in order to reaffirm the within
1: Ayn Rand called it social metaphysics yes your self-worth or your existence depends on what other people think of you there's a there's the element of that for sure uh, but then, I guess it just boils down to those three things, the parenting, the tribalistic nature of our society, and the uh, the fact that we have to manipulate our environment, including other people, to to be secure. Not just, you know, um, an identity-wise self-secure, but also our security. We have mm-hmm. to tell people, don't go firing that gun off up into the ear because those bullets just might land on my kid's they head. They go
0: somewhere, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to stop you from carrying a, a pistol into church, because just the other day, that came in handy, didn't it?
0: No kidding. I, I, was, I heard about that story today, and it was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, well, not awesome. On... The circumstances were horrible, but the reaction, the fact that it was handled so quickly and so succinctly, in that FBI guy, and yep, that was just awesome. Great. Good. good I, I like uh, those kind of stories.
1: I saw it on the Internet first, and then, of course, I watched the 6 o'clock news on Global, and they did not even mention the fact that an armed citizen was the one to put that um, that shooter didn't down. didn't
0: even mention it. And apparently it there, he wasn't it. the only one. There was apparently several <laughs> other people in the church. Everyone was just ready. It was like they knew what was going on. They were not putting up with it, and they took care of it themselves. Oh, you know, they should have sat there and dialed 911 and waited for the cops to come. Oh, it
1: is Texas, after all. At least four yes, others what, in the what church. What was he thinking? <laughs> at least four others in the church were out there like that. Yeah, Exactly. Know. All, all using their weapons rather uh, responsibly, too. Yep. It, it wasn't a free-for-all. It was one shot to the head of that shooter, and the other people just took out their weapons and made sure that that guy stayed down.
0: Yep. And it
1: was wonderful to see. I don't know why yep. people have this problem with uh, with people carrying guns. But anyway, we're sort of getting but off that, topic. Well, busy no, but bodiness. That,
0: actually, that does actually do, go, because that's one of the, the thing. The first thing they want to control is your speech. And the second thing they want to control is your ability to defend yourself,
1: yeah. because
0: that makes it easier for them to be busybody and meddle in your life and to tell you what sodas you can drink and can't drink. So these yeah. are the. This is why they're eroding those fundamental freedoms, because that's the only way they can control us.
1: Yes, well, there, there definitely has to be a control on some of our baser instincts, but that's where objective laws come in. Yeah. But the busybodiness is beyond the objective laws. It now becomes the the fad of the day um, you can't eat fat you can't smoke cigarettes or take particular drugs or whatever you know those things may be good for you in the privacy of your own home and that's all well and good but stay out of my kitchen stay mm-hmm. out of my uh my uh drug cabinet or whatever or out of my <laughs> liquor cabinet Same it's difference. none of your drugs. damn business
0: well that's the thing is the um and it's the, it comes from an elitist attitude that I know what's better for you than you do, and do what I look at. What I do, I'm so much, I'm so much more pure of heart and spirit, and I care about you so much that I'm going to control you and all the aspects of your life that I possibly can get my grubby little hands on.
1: <laughs> big brother, big brother's aptly named.
0: I would you know. have gone with big mother because it's very a uh, maternalistic kind of approach. To which is why I think it's increasingly becoming like that because it is we're turning into a more uh, maternal society than a paternal society.
1: Yeah, our, big brother, big brother. Um, there's other words I could use to describe busybodies. That I think we we want to keep our clean lyrics thing on <laughs> iTunes, so I wouldn't call them that. Um, no, it just comes down to respect, and that's what we're lacking. A sort of maturity and respect to yeah. uh, treat adults as adults and let them make their own mistakes and live their own lives and live and let live, as you say.
0: Well, like the what the what's it? What is it in the vernacular now? You do you. Let me do me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Like, just live and let live. You go do whatever works for you, and I'll go do whatever works for me. If the, the two things coincide, great. If not, we'll just go our separate ways.
1: Sounds that, good to me. To me. Is the
0: best way to live your life. So, as the old adage goes judge not because it's none of your business.
1: If you've enjoyed this presentation, visit justrightmedia.org for more programming that's not right-wing, it's just right.